Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Wednesday, April 29th. And as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. We want to hear it all. And I want to hear how you're doing. Kate Spencer. Well, I added a I added a line at the bottom of my little check-in area. Uh-huh. Because, you know, am I am I right in saying that at the start of this podcast I talked about a, how I had an ingrown hair or was that on Forever 35? I cannot remember. I don't recall. But I am dealing with Have you but I have talked to you about my my yes. self-isolating yes. ingrown yes, hair that is still I feel like I have passed the time of being home for the past six and a half weeks of dealing with an ingrown hair that is still there. Listeners, this is the mundane life I am leading right now. (laughs) I can't get rid of it. Do you have a, do you have a pair of really sharp tweezers? I don't think I do. I think I have just like regular brow tweezers. Okay. Kate, as someone Am I going to have to go to work? Someone who is a recovering, like ingrown hair plucker, I'm going to send you what you what you actually need. I'm going to send this to you right now. The tools I need. Yep. I'm sorry, but you're 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 not you're not operating with the right tools here. (laughs) I'm definitely not. I'm not experienced. And you know when when we first when I first started talking about this on the podcast, many people weighed in and they were like, "Looks like you have a fun activity for." social distancing. <laughs> and I will say I do. It's kept me it's kept me busy. You know, I it's something to think about that is not at all related to coronavirus. And so in that regards, I just want to say thank you to this ingrown hair. Well, I just texted you the but implement yeah, that's what's going on. that I would like you to purchase. Thank you. <laughs> it okay, is a, thank you. I it, will do that. And again, I apologize. Oh, I'm just going to say, Dory, if if I have not brought this up yet on here for you, and this is a forever 35 topic, I apologize for the overlap. The podcasts tend to become blurred in my brain. So this might be a new a new mention. I don't even know. I get it. And just so our listeners know, this is what I just sent Kate. It is a tweezerman pair of tweezers called the ingrown hair slash oh splinter tweeze. <gasps> Sharp look. This looks like a professional medical Sharp tool. pointed tips are specially crafted for accurate removal of ingrown hair or splinters. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, this is good because my kids and I get splinters all the time. So these will be a useful purchase yes. beyond this ingrown hair. Yes. And I think you, you, you need something really sharp. So. All right. Thank you, you for this. Thank so you. welcome. Um Thank you, Dory. I I had therapy yesterday, which Uh was really nice. I did not talk about this ingrown hair, but um, I had like a teletherapy session with my regular therapist um, over some sort of like video chat app. And I will say I did talk a lot about the stress that listening to The Daily brings me, (laughs) which (laughs) starting to feel like I'm thinking too much about The Daily. What was your therapist analysis uh, of this? I was like... 
that's a great question. What did she say about my obsession with Michael Barbaro? She she was just like it's it's good for us to be informed. I think I I kind of realized like this the speculative information is really hard for me because mm. I tend to catastrophize. Mm-hmm. That is how my anxiety and OCD really manifests. And um, because so much about the COVID-19 pandemic, like what, what the future looks like is speculative, right? Like you can listen yeah. to experts, but experts tell you different things. And there's so much information that um, I think consuming a ton of it brings me a real sense of overwhelm and dread. Mm. So I, you know, having to, figuring out ways to, to and this is like, I, I feel this way about pol- politics too, is like figuring out ways to stay informed while not um, sending myself into an anxiety spiral. That's why I had to kind of remove myself from Twitter with, with, various degrees of success over there but yeah and so you know and I I had kind of been cutting myself off from things like the daily and other kind of regular news programming that is wonderful and that I think is really well done and valuable and amazing journalism but it's not just contributing to my mental health in a positive way so I received a lot of Instagram DMs about how other people had to stop listening to the daily so I don't feel like I'm alone in this I mean, I had to stop listening. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's too much it's info. It's too much. I did listen. I uh, So full disclosure, I did listen to, I think it was yesterday's episode because it was about the oil, the price of oil, which seemed kind of tangentially related enough that it wasn't going to be upsetting. It was just kind of analyzing why the why the oil futures went into negative territory. And I was like, you know what? I can handle this. Okay, and was it okay? Yeah, it was totally fine. They talked about the, okay, the oil crisis good. in the seventies. Like it was, it was actually nice to listen to, and it explained some things that I had been wondering about. And it wasn't, it didn't talk about anything medical. <laughs> um, and so I was like, "All right, this is fine." Should we start a podcast where we just recap the daily <laughs> in like two minutes and tell people whether or not it's stressful or not? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like the daily daily. Oh my gosh, the daily daily. Um, <laughs> it's just like two minutes like, well, today it was about oil. I was able to listen. It was actually really informative or like, oh no, it was about um, what's going to happen in a worst case scenario in this pandemic. Would have to Don't listen. listen. Yeah, I know. So it would. this is not a great idea. Yeah, I was going to say, this is something, this is, I would right, listen this is to something the daily that daily. we need. <laughs> not something that, yeah, <laughs> that we're going make to this. make. Um, well, in, in, in light of my feelings about not listening to the daily, I would love to know what you and what listeners are watching, reading, listening to that kind of brings calm or helps to distract, or it just kind of helps you allow your mind to relax. Um, right now for my TV consumption, my husband and I are watching succession. I think, as I've mentioned before, we're in the second season, so I'm going to need something after that. So if anyone has any ideas, thoughts, recommendations. So I actually, on Saturday night, I really wanted to just watch a movie. And I posted on Twitter and I asked, what's a hilarious movie with great female characters that I can watch tonight? I've seen all of Christopher Guest's movies, First Wives Club and Soap Dish. Um, 
And I got so many great suggestions. I feel like I'm just going to like work my way through this list. Oh, this would be great. Can you share what you ended up watching on Saturday? I watched a classic film with Spencer Tracy and Katherine Hepburn called Desk Set. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's all about... Okay, that sounds I did. great. Did it's you It's all it? about what happens at a um, broadcast company that's very NBC-like. Um, in fact, they like there are shots of Rockefeller Center, but it's called like something else. Um what happens when they try to put a computer in the research department? And it's from 1957, okay. so the computer is, like, enormous. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Computers the size of yes. a room. Yes, Catherine Hepburn is the head of the research department. Spencer Tracy is the, like, I think his title is, like, methods engineer who comes in to, like, you know, make things more efficient. And they clash. But they also fall in love. And do they, <laughs> do they fall yeah, in love? <laughs> Okay, great. Um, it's very enjoyable. There's a great Christmas party scene. Um, yeah. I, 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 like, I was literally thinking about rewatching Hallmark holiday movies. Yes. I Yes, I get that. Um, yeah, I get that. A lot of people recommended two movies that I have seen and loved, which are Spy and The Heat, which if you haven't seen either oh, of those yes. i do highly highly recommend um and also blockers which i'd also seen which is also a very very funny oh my God. movie blockers is very very funny and i um my friend katie dippold actually wrote oh. the screenplay of the heat and it's very uh, it's funny it's it's really it's so very very funny recommend um so yeah so i will i'll send you this thread and you can kind of poke through it if you'd like Okay, great. I would love that. And you watched Unorthodox. I did watch Unorthodox. That, it's right? not exactly like light viewing, though. That's okay. I mean, Succession is not particularly right. relaxing, but it, it's something at least just to like be a distraction and also an, an yes. activity. You know what I'm looking forward to watching is the HBO movie Bad Education. Have you heard about this movie? Oh, it's based on the true no. story of a Long Island school superintendent who embezzled like 12 million dollars from the school from the town and he worked for this like super oh. high achieving wealthy long island town um yes yeah, this so looks I'm good that. oh and that starts very yeah, it's soon on already yeah oh it's on already oh also, okay oh, oh, sorry billions is coming back next week Oh, you're such I a big billions, billions. head. <laughs> Maybe I I'll think start you, billions. I think if you like Maybe succession, you like billions. Great. Okay. Yeah, that well, sounds we good. solved your problem. <laughs> done and done. Okay, great. Now um, on to you your know, life. As as discussed yesterday, I took Henry to the doctor this morning. It was totally fine. Um, in fact, it was like another one of those things like going to Target that made me feel like a little bit normal even though of course everyone was wearing masks and like, you know, everything was very sanitary as it normally is at a doctor's office. Um, but it, you know, I was like chatting with the pediatrician and talking about Henry's development and like, it, it just, it was like nice to feel a little normal. Also, we ran into, um, I ran into someone I know in at the doctor. 
um, another kid from uh, another child from one of Henry's playgroups and his mom were also there to see another pediatrician in the practice. So that was also really nice. And again, another like normal thing, like running into a friend um, in a public place. So I feel good about it. And he got his vaccines. He was not happy, but he got over it. You tell him. These are necessary yeah, vaccines, Henry. Henry. We don't want you to get measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, hepatitis A, any of those things. Heck no. Heck no. Oh, uh, well, that's nice, Dory. I'm glad it went okay. I'm glad yeah, it felt thank you. normalizing thank and you. grounding. Um, all right. Should we hear from some listeners? But please, this is just oh. my most treasured part um, of the well, day. Well, we got some advice for the listener with mask knee from a couple days ago. So this listener writes in, my advice for the listener with acne from wearing a mask is this. One, if it is a cloth mask, definitely changing and washing it as much as possible with a baby laundry detergent should be gentler on your skin. And I would add um, an unscented baby detergent or if just any free and clear like unscented detergent, gentle detergent. I use seventh generation um, unscented, which we like. Uh, Two, if it's a disposable mask, perhaps it's an allergy to the material it's made of, maybe try a different kind. Three, try spritzing Avene Thermal Spring Water any chance the mask is off. It has helped me greatly with different skin irritations. Four, yeah, that's tough. You love a a mist. I had to whisper. Um, I do, and I love Avene. If possible, consult a dermatologist. They will be able to determine the cause of this acne and the best way to treat it. And I do think a lot of... um, dermatologists are doing telemedicine right now oh that's a good so idea i hadn't thought she about could that presumably chat with a dermatologist and show them what's going on that's mm-hmm. a great point thank you for these tips those are all good suggestions um kate i think you should read the next email this went straight to my heart hi kate and dory I'm writing for the Here For You podcast. I'm working from home and usually listen to the pod while making lunch. Oh, so sweet. Um, They write, I'm writing today because it's my birthday. It's dreary out and I'm actually pretty down. I wasn't expecting to be down even in the current situation. I'm old enough for my birthday not to really matter, but it turns out it does. In any case, I took some inspiration from today's quiche and a vibe caller. I perked right up and went straight online to find myself a new birthday vibe. I used some of my stimulus payment and bought one I've been wanting from Babeland, a woman-owned erotic toy store. A little more stimulus (laughs) with my my stimulus. (laughs) So good. I also took the opportunity to donate a chunk of my stimulus payment to my local food bank, Food Bank of Alaska, encourage and encourage, again, any listener who has the means to donate or volunteer to keep their communities fed. I can't imagine how scary this time must be for people who don't have the means to feed their families. P.S. I didn't send this right away, and I'm listening to the April 24th episode when a listener asked about household items that are bringing them joy right now. I gifted myself a LeCute collapsible silicone microwave popcorn popper for Christmas, and it's the best thing ever. I have fresh popcorn in two minutes, which I tend to have for dinner a couple times a week. Mid-March, when I sensed where things were going with shops in town, I went straight to my locally owned kitchen store to stock up on quality popcorn seeds to get me through isolation. I've also gifted this magical popcorn to several people since if you love popcorn like i do i highly recommend this item 
Then they write, thanks for all you do. I love hearing from the first responders, teachers, work from homers, and from people in similar as well as different situations for me. It gives me perspective and keeps me connected. Keep it up and stay safe and healthy. I love Aww, this. Aw, thanks. Mm, I love freshly popped popcorn. I do it just mm. on my stovetop. So this mm-hmm. is intriguing to me. I also love popcorn for dinner or popcorn uh-huh. after do dinner. You, like my movie do you sprinkle anything butter. in your popcorn? Mm-hmm. Normally, we're just like a, a fresh mm-hmm. butter and salt mm-hmm. family. But like I could get down with some like nutritional oh, yeah. yeast. Yeah. Get down with that you nutritional mm, yeast. Parmesan. <laughs> I love nutritional yeast. I eat it like plain wow. with a spoon sometimes. Okay. What do you I put like on your popcorn? classic yeah, i mean a classic um but you know i would i would be i haven't popped my own popcorn in a really long time um but there it really is nothing like freshly popped popcorn it's just so good oh it's so much better yeah. than a microwave or like a bag. pre-popped it's just bag real now i will say a real treat is when you get like some m&ms and then you mix the salty popcorn yes and the M&Ms or in i also like to do that with reese's pieces another good one um and i've also done it with chocolate covered almonds <laughs> yeah oh that sounds good too all right this i can't I wait to go to the movies again um, all right this next email is interesting uh i am writing because i find myself i find myself angry every day for many reasons our president people walking or running around and not social distancing unsolicited advice etc i've yelled at people on the sidewalk for not social for not following social distancing rules any suggestions on how to keep my anger in check i've been meditating and doing yoga now for two months embroidering facetiming etc i still feel angry every day please help Mm, you know, I I just want to say like anger is an emotion that is really uh, big for me. It tends to be like the emotion I go to immediately for any any anything in a challenging situation, I should say. Um, and so I wonder if there are ways for you to, I mean, one, yeah. allow yourself to be angry for sure. And two, and I actually kind of loathe this advice sometimes, but I feel like now it might it might make you feel like your anger is being used for like I think you could you could channel it to something that helps the things like helps fight against the things that you are feeling angry about. And I'm not a, I don't love being like let's channel the anger, but I do think there that might be that mm. might help work for you. I don't know, Dory. Well, way in here yeah we've talked I mean, about this before I think those are all that's all really good advice my kind of my advice for the immediate situation you may find yourself in like yelling at people on the sidewalk is if you can just try to take a beat and just mm-hmm. like do some deep breathing and ask yourself like are these the emotions that i want to kind of raise in myself right now um and, you know, if they are, then okay, go ahead and yell at them. But I think a lot of times, just sort of like checking ourselves helps so much. And maybe that will help you. You know, Dory, um, I know you have not gotten into the phase of your son's life where you watch Daniel Tiger. No, but it's on so PBS funny. Kids Matt just asked me seconds, yesterday, but- when, when does he start watching Daniel Tiger? <laughs> 
Well, the thing about the TV show Daniel Tiger is that it has applicable advice for adults. And one of the little jingles that they say is if you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Yes. And I say that I say that to mm-hmm. myself often because um, I want to roar all yeah. the time. And sometimes roaring is is a valid choice, I will say, Daniel. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that's a really great, thank you. Great advice story. Thank you so much. All right. Um, and I'd love to hear other, other listeners suggestions about how they are handling their anger. Yeah. Because listen, the things that you list president, people walking around and not social distancing, the unsolicited advice, et cetera. It's all stuff that is legitimately infuriating in Infuriating, yes. rage-inducing. So see you. I see you. We see All right. You. We have one last communication from a listener, and this one is a voicemail. Hi. This is for here for you. What you always suggest for feelings of guilt about being the person in your family with an autoimmune disease and on immunosuppressant drugs. Um. I'm about to start a new medication for my autoimmune disorder, and that will require us to be essentially in self-isolation for at least another six to eight months or six to eight weeks, even if stuff starts to open back up. And I have three kids and a husband, and he's being super supportive. But it makes me feel bad to feel like I'm the person keeping my family from returning to normal if starts stuff starts to reopen. So I was just wondering if you have any suggestions. Thanks. Bye. We, we see you too, listener. <sighs> yeah. That sounds hard. Do we have any suggestions? I think just like, don't feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. I, that's kind of, I mean, I <laughs> easier said than yeah. done, but that's what I was going to say. Like, I sometimes it's hard to see ourselves the way mm-hmm. other people in our lives see us. And I, I bet no one is expecting you like no one would want, no one in your life would want you to feel that way, nor are they yeah. feeling resentful or frustrated. Um, I'm sure they want to create a space that is as yeah. safe for you as possible. And, um, and they probably understand why that's important. You are, you are important. important to them. And, yeah, and your health and safety mm-hmm. are important to them. But that's really hard. And just try to just try to think about how you would feel if someone else in your family had an autoimmune disease. I don't I I suspect you would not feel resentful toward them. I think you would probably just feel like you wanted them to stay safe and you would do whatever it took to keep them safe. I'm going to say hundred percent. Thank you. Totally agree. All right. Kate, do you want to discuss the word of the day? Yeah. You know, I actually feel like it's kind of applicable to some of Mm. the conversations we've been having today. And the word of the day is Mm. mindful. And I will tell you the inspiration for choosing this word of the day came from an article in the New York times that circling back to my dear therapist recommended I read, um, which is an interview with Jack Cornfield, who is um, a real kind of like 
expert in the space of mindfulness and meditation um, and has been for decades and has written a lot of wonderful books, some of which I have read. And it's a really great kind of calming interview about the way we see what's happening in the world right now and how, you know, our feelings and the anxiety and stress and grief mm. that that is arising for all of us. So that is why I chose the word mindful, which really just means like bringing awareness um, or being uh, yeah. being aware. And that correlates yeah, with the activity for the day, that. Dory. Well, you know, meditation... It's a topic that's come up on this podcast, on our other podcast. And I thought if people wanted, they could check out a mindfulness meditation. And there are some free ones courtesy of UCLA on the UCL Health, UCLA Health website, which we will link to. Um, they actually have a mindfulness um, awareness research center at UCLA. And they have free guided meditations on their website that anyone can access. And they also have a UCLA mindful app. So um, I wanted to share some meditations that are accessible to anyone that you don't have to pay for. And I thought these Very would be a great cool. place to start. So if you are inspired, give them great. a listen. Love it. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Great talking to yep. Same. I look forward to it. Great talking to you, Kate. Great talking to you, listeners. And uh, we're here for you. Bye. Bye.